<laughs> bring out that china, bring out those weird accessories that you don't think actually relate to the holidays and just decorate it with some ribbon, garlands, and add a little um, ornaments on there. Are you hopeless at holiday decorating? Do you refuse to buy a bunch of decorations because you just don't want to have to store it and during the off season? Hi, I'm Kendall Young, and this is Love Your Digs. Love it! A podcast designed to bring you the local people and resources that will help you love your digs more. Today, we get to talk to Arlene Altamira of 21.7, a hot new interior design firm located in that uber cool Sealy building right there at the bottom of Brand. And we got a chance to, talk, to visit their shop and talk to Arlene and her partner, Jean. And they're going to share some of their really cool tips on how to decorate tastefully, tastefully for the holidays by buying a few key financial, uh, foundational items and to zhuzh up some of the things you might already have in your house. But first, let's get into our Digs Marketing Minute. You might think that homes do not sell during the holidays, and you'd be wrong. In fact, December is often one of my busiest times during the month. Why is that? Because people need to live somewhere, and people don't always get to choose exactly when they need to move and buy a house. And there's also plenty of people who want to buy something by the end of the year, either because they have a self-imposed deadline, I was going to do it in 2018, or because they might want to take advantage of the tax savings. What does that mean? Well, you get to take all of the costs that are incurred as part of buying a house or selling a house as a tax deduction in the year that you bought the home. So by doing it now, you get to write it off in 2018's taxes and not wait to 2019. Who buy, who's buying homes in December? The people who are relocating and they just have to do it. The truth of the matter is, if they need to buy a house, they're going to buy one. And there's a lot less competition on the market. Not that many homes are on the market. Think about it. If you had a choice of when to sell your home, you're probably not going to choose Christmas time as the time to do it. But the buyers that got to buy, they are knowledgeable, they're motivated, they are ready to go. And there's probably going to be a lot less dig uh, bargaining back and forth. They're probably to say this is a great house I got to get it let's just get in so if you're thinking about putting your house on the market in January you might want to think about just doing it now one other thing there even though I've just said that you can sell your house in in during the holidays there's a whole bunch of you saying no 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 there's no way that I'd want to put my house on the market and show it to strangers during the holidays so on and so forth I don't need to sell it right now I want to sell my home in spring. Well, guess what? If you want to sell your home in spring now, 
is the perfect time to start crafting your plan and putting putting together your strategy. Because if you don't think about it now, you probably won't think about it until February or March, and you probably won't get your home on the market until June. And I have news for you. The spring home buying season in Los Angeles and Glendale starts mid February. That's right, people, mid-February. So we have a, a webinar that is going to cover what you can do today to get ready to be on the market so that you get to sell your house while all the other homeowners are still thinking about it. If you do what I tell you, you will not miss out on the best time to sell your house. And if you don't do what I talk about, you'll probably be with the pack hoping to get your home sold in June when everybody else is new on the market and all the buyers have taken off for vacation. So that's it for your Digs Marketing Minute. We'll have a link to the webinar in our show notes and it's coming up pretty soon. Now, without further ado, let's find out what Erlene has to help you be the best holiday decorator out there. So Erlene, I am super excited to be here in this amazing shop. And I know that everybody is getting ready for the holidays and they're wondering, oh my God, how am I going to decorate the house? And you being the decoration person of the mostest, I figured you can kind of help us out a little bit. Oh, there's definitely different ways to approach it. Yeah, I'll um, bet there is. So here's the thing. Um, I don't have a lot of storage space okay. and I don't have your talents. So can you drop like, I don't know, some holiday design secrets that somebody of limited design skills might be able to use? Oh, definitely. And I mean, as far as for myself, um, we have limited space in our small home. So everything kind of... Would you like a bigger home? Because I could make that happen. <laughs> um, potentially. Okay. Um, I, um, Brad says thank you, by the way, for that um, oh, you're welcome. explanation of how much the property has increased. You're but, welcome. Um, we're we not aims, quite ready yet. We aims to please. Okay. All right. So you've got a smaller house as well. Yes. So what what do we do for a holiday de decor? Oh, for myself, I keep it pretty simple. I kind of do the classic look and um, kind of recycle my de decorations over and over and reutilize the things that I have in the home. Right. So, do you do like the same? Do you have like a set thing that you do and you do the same thing every time? I do have a few of my staples, but then I'll mix it up. So when. Okay, so give us your foundations. What do you have to have on hand? Um, well, the only thing that I actually spend money on okay. is the tree. Okay. I like that. love the fresh tree, but for the most part, the thing that I have on hand are my faux garlands, um, which I cascade over the mantle, sometimes over the um, some bookshelves and around the tables and consoles. Okay. So garlands that you can go. So you must have quite a few of them then. I and I usually I grab those whenever it's after Christmas sales. So everything okay. like slash like seventy five percent off. Right. So that I reutilize every year. So okay. the way I mix it up is. I decorate those garlands with like little, like small ornaments, and switch it up every year. Okay. So you'll you'll see the difference every year when you have your family and friends come over. It's not the same thing. You know, it's not so static. So there's okay. a little bit of life to it. Do you ever do like like themes, or is it as the spirit moves you? Um, as the spirit kind of moves you, but I do 
kind of keep it more classic, but um, I do like when I'm flipping through um, magazines or seeing things online that um, things that are kind of unexpected. I like that when it's not the traditional red, white, and greens, it's um, they u- utilize colors and things that they actually have around the house. Like some people like teal and purples. Well, who says not to use teals and purples? You know, true, true, true. Yeah, well, bring those in. You in know. New Orleans, they use teal and purple and everything, oh, that's right? right. <laughs> bring out that china, bring out those weird accessories that you don't think actually relate to the holidays and just decorate it with some ribbon, garlands, and add a little um, ornaments on there. So if I had a Chinese Buddha that I got from my brother's house, which is truly horrific, oh. um, and, and, and I put a, 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 a Christmas ribbon around it, is Christmas that what you're talking about? Or it? over its head, make it really playful? Yeah, that's really not going to save it. It's still no, horrific. It's kind of scary, it's, actually. Nice. But... It's, like, it's a conversational piece. <laughs> right. So talking about it. Right. Okay. And, um... So are you kind of talking about maybe taking um, a very odd thing in your house and goosing it up for Christmas, like the uh, leg camp right. in the oh, those of us were designed um, because, um, Well, here what in Southern California, we don't really feel that. Oh, simple tricks. Right. Um, simple right. things like switching out gardening candlesticks, bring, 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 bring it in, like instead of red ones, just for the holiday touches, great. So like blue, green, like the actual candles in there. Candlesticks. That's a great So where do I get those? Or if you are in any of the climate green, Target, again, excuse me, we call that Target. Yes, thank you. Greens. I just hanging simple things around your house or just adding a touch of those tragic snow boots. We never did use the Christmas trees. No one, everyone with mistletoe hanging that cold. here and there. So simple <laughs> things to show, show that you're you would you would use that as part of your holiday you. decor. It's so a little bit of those props kind of show it's a little bit more cozy. What else it's do you consider so, like, totally obvious? Dinner party that you can't touch. <laughs> well, I don't think this is so obvious. Okay. I mean, so you're really you're talking about taking things that are you, already existing in your house and using them just add a little something on their nightstand or in the powder room so that your holiday decor. So like if you're talking about my leg, guest staying with. And right. again, something that something we have to store pillow, like in our non-existent the storage space. Because right. you're just spending so much money on something, on little gifts, or even the widening figure. I don't think they're nice. It just kind of shows that the little is decor. Unless you're bringing in a little cup, you know, bouquets for just the table setting. Correct. And then like just aromatherapy. You know, what is the strangest or like we do at open house? The most memorable holiday thing that you've seen in holiday decoration. And then I get that. Few, you, know, you wouldn't oh, expect. It's nice. Leave a um, okay, I'm thinking. Fine. I will leave you know, one or the, two. Um, the three wise monkeys. <laughs> I've seen. What do you um, think is is, is your favorite scent? You said a my therapy. Besides baking chocolate and she kind of dressed it up. Then scent. I mean, I'm smelling something kind of amazing in the shop right now. Just kind of like bringing in what they already had in their living room, but they prefer like ocean breezes, enjoying things like that. And I love lavender. Playful. Right now, so it sounds almost like you're also talking about taking something that's in the house and just putting it in another location. I've heard that things that are like surroundings infused, and that makes it feel more festive. I have a and some people actually bring in some of their candles. Oh, 
Um, what are you seeing as out there that might surprise you? Know, yeah, stuff from the holiday decoration. It doesn't have to be just gold and silver, right? Just I have seen every a lot square of inch and yellow stuff. Fuchsias and fuchsias and yellows yeah, together, because fire, together because we don't want to have enough fires in Los Angeles. Is that what you're saying? Okay. 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 No, it's not used. Having them as sort of for people bringing in those things around is nice to be backdrop for people. Winter foliage can be and it's also vibrant. Touch flowers can bring in. Okay, good to know. Anything else? Just kind of make sure where you're placing the tree have is kind of a throw that you have adjacent or it makes sense to like where you plan the winter, but I think it's or if you're having a dinner party and you want to, you, you, you know, the dinner well, is like I'm in the dining room, maybe bring no the dining idea room how to much the living room there might or bring the tree into the living room or anywhere where you can kind of enjoy as much as you can. Because when there's photographs. Okay, let's see. I got you. So having the tree not necessarily in the front room because that's where the picture window is, but having it where the party is or bringing the party to the tree. Such a set ideas yes. where they could make Got decorations. Oh, yes. well, cool. Okay, speak, girl. We want to know. There was this one dinner party that I was, oh, dinner, um, holiday party that I was having at the house, and they had two teenage tween girls. Um, did not know what was, to With a great attitude, great right? Great attitude before oh, yeah. the iPhones, you know. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, oh, what can they do? Right. I had like three um, vessels, um, cylinders, and I said, create some, some, some decor with this golden. Um, red ribbon, which had like the wire, okay. um, some twigs and some berries. And I go, each one can be a little different. Just twist it up, throw in as much as you want, as little as you want, and kind of just play with it. Kept them busy for a couple hours because they just wanted it to be just perfect, but their own little thing. And so we had that as part of the decoration. And it was something they could be proud of. That almost sounds like a reality show. Oh, kind of like that, kind of like that master, what is it, that show with the basket? Oh. It's like, unpack the basket. Okay, make dinner with this. And, and I'm, I'm surprised that I actually still like it to this day. And I, I bring it out almost every Really? Oh, so you still have it? I still have it. Oh, my god. It's goodness. like a memory of them because now they're like in their mid-20s and I still have them. And, and do they come in and they look at it and they think, man, that was tragic? Or oh, are they really proud of themselves? They're proud of it when they see it, but um, when they are around, because, you know, they're in their 20s, so they're kind of off on their own. <laughs> really? I wouldn't expect that they actually have a choice on that. Mm-hmm. And in our family, it's, there's no choice. You show up unless you're out of the country. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Other things that kids can get involved with? Um, I you can probably do wrapping a little. Help me wrap some presents and gifts. They love using tape and scissors that they don't usually get to in, hold on to right and ribbon you know sticking all those ribbon on there can get them involved and all of that little little things can be like decorations that you could add in every corner of your house i know that my mom she would bring out last year's christmas cards mm-hmm. and we would uh cut the like the santas or the reindeer off of last year's uh um, cards and then paste that onto some colored paper oh, and make fun. those as tags for the Christmas gifts. Oh, very nice. We used pinking shears. This was before they had all those fancy fun scrapbooking scissors. scissors. Right. Yes. So pinking shears were a big deal. That's great. You know, circles and squares and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we talked about repurposing items in the home, like using ski boots and skis and whatnot. What other types of things? I loved your ideas of using some of the garden stuff. Are there other ways that people use repurposing? Did I kind of like go through most of that stuff? Um for the most part, we've, I think we've covered most of it, but definitely, mm-hmm. I mean, I was just thinking about the things that are readily available, but honestly, go into your closet, see what those really odd little pieces that can be interesting. 
Okay. I'm, I'm going to need more help with that. You're like such a creative. You're like, go into the closet, use stuff. And I'm like, go into the closet, disaster. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm hoping nothing falls on my head. So like sometimes I, I, I save some kind of nice boxes that Mm -hmm. I'm telling, Oh, I can actually give this as a gift, but why not repurpose it right now? Add some um, nuts or candies in there as part of like your decor and kind of helping people kind of help themselves snack while they're waiting for the dinner to be cooked or like let's see what other things can I think about like honestly um anything that you could probably pull from the garage that you think that may not work could could work okay an old pod old vase um old um, figurines that you thought was kind of ancient like a brass figurine that you thought your you know your aunt gave you that actually might be kind of fun nowadays because uh, things that I was given back in the past and in my 20s I actually find valuable now in my later can you years. find a use for the coffee service the silver coffee service that my mother made me except for my wedding and I've been hauling around for 30 years possibly it, could, it actually probably could be a nice little bar area in the corner of your room where you can add mm-hmm. a little bit of and spruce it up with some decor right and it can be like a conversation area where so that not everybody's just gathering in the kitchen or the right. dining room right just kind of break up the little depending on how many people you have in your you know, I don't think we actually explored this too much because I got sidetracked with something you said. You were talking about having foundational items okay. that you use. And you mentioned you got to buy the fresh tree and you have lots of garland. Right. Is there anything else that is part of your foundation that you build from? Foundation. Besides the garland tree, definitely for the exterior. Don't forget the exteriors. I do like lights. Oh, oh yeah. Let's talk about exteriors. So lights. Okay. Are we talking the little tiny white lights or do you like the colored lights? Um, and is it small bulb or big bulb? I, my preference is the small white, but now my daughter has a boat. She loves those bright, colorful, big ones. And it's kind of fitting for our mid-century modern home. So we're actually may invest when it goes on sale this year those big giant wonder year bulbs yes the ones that smash really nicely on the street not that i've ever done that no but now they have like um i think more um like commercial type like they don't (laughs) (laughs) and they actually last longer and they're led now so it's okay um don't forget the mailbox you could actually decorate that before you what did you are what are we talking wrapped up up in christmas paper or what are we talking i didn't think about that but i was thinking about just um, again like some sprigs or garlands some ornaments can be a ribbon something simple so when Mm -hmm. guests enter they can kind of see oh there's already something inviting us in okay um you can light the pathway um with some lanterns a little bit of um light and then don't forget that bench outside your door where you know you can sort of um, add some pine cones of a few seasonal pillows or if not seasonal pillows just add some little, you know, little garnishes here and there. Yeah. That, okay. That is not something that I've ever thought about mm-hmm. doing. I have two red Andronac, the plastic oh, ones, yeah. right. And, and they're red. And that's great. Right. I'd never even thought about, okay, now I have to think now about to it. Do a little something there. It's like, Oh, it's like a lived in space. Oh, but that's, that's kind of enter through there. Look at that. And get some pine cones. Yeah. Right. And they're kind they're free out there. okay all right pine cones got it garlands got it fresh tree yes definitely got it we talked a little bit when we're preparing for this whole thing we talked a little bit about um rearranging furniture for parties and arranging furniture is so difficult for people who don't have your expertise can you i don't know are there some ideas that you can give us that will help with just i mean i've got my my family alone that's 27 people right that's a lot of people 
what, or even if it's just the normal, like eight to 10 people, do you have any tips on rearranging furniture or using furniture in a way that helps the party be better? Right. Well, figure out first on how you're planning to serve or dine. Is it a buffet? Is it like a sit down? If it's a sit down, it's pretty standard. You know, everyone has their kind of assigned seating or even if it's not a sit down, um, have your buffet kind of laid out and just kind of, we, we repurpose our dining into like the buffet area. Everything kind of goes there and everyone kind of goes into the kitchen and also the um, living room where they kind of eat on their, pretty much on their laps. Right. Yeah. It's like very casual. We don't have that formal setting, but at the same time, we also repurpose our patio outside um, and kind of, we throw in some, tablecloths and some accent pillows on our patio furniture to make it, and bring up the, the heat lamps a little bit so it kind of extends our outdoor so area. people if you decorate the patio then people will feel like that's part of the party it is yeah okay especially when you've got over 20 something people you don't want them to just sort of just be huddled in one spot so my brothers tend to do well they will huddle wherever the food is <laughs> ours kind of huddle where the food and there's like a little drinking area so we do um add a little bit of a sort of a bar area. Okay. So we just kind of your, think about the mixed holiday drinks. You don't want to have a full bar there. Just add, think about the type of drinks you're planning to serve a couple of wines and maybe a couple of Oscar mules or, or your holiday drink and just have those kind of readily available. So that I'm always asking you, Hey, Kendall, can I have this? Can I have that? I really like that idea of a drink area, almost a bar cart area that is separate from where the kitchen is. Right. And that kind of gets the traffic out of my way. Right. Cause I don't know about you when I see like little intimate conversations happening in different corners of my room, kind of makes me kind of happy. Kind of, it's like, Oh, we're, we're utilizing all our spaces. So we've got people in the patio, you have people in the living room, the dining room, picking up the food and we've got the kitchen people kind of going to their little nook. Cause we have a little nook there too. So they're kind of having right. a little coffee, little right. coffee break. So it's kind of nice. Now I know that you guys are pretty much focused on doing, uh, you know, whole home design and that sort of stuff has anybody asked you to design stuff that's more seasonal oh does it mean that they can actually um contact us if they just want to help them decorate their homes right give us um, a decent budget and we can kind of what would be a decent budget i'm just curious oh it really depends on what you want so okay we'll we'll talk about the scope of work and then make sure that we kind of see eye to eye and so your expectations are met and if it's worth both of our times or we can just give you tips because sometimes you have all of the decorations that are in your seasonal boxes, but honestly, putting them out in a way that looks attractive and beautiful is three quarters of the battle. No, I agree. It comes with styling, just how it balances on your table. It really, it, that is true. Because even though you have a lot of different things on your mantle, on your tabletops, if it's not just placed in the right way, it can kind of seem too crowded or too sparse. So, I mean, I've heard that you should put odd numbers of objects on the mantle. And honestly, there's no room. There's no rule. It's just come on, you got to help us out here. It's just a balance of like the negative and positive spaces, heights and, and low heights. Right. And so, yeah. Right. I always admire a house when I go in there and I think, wow, that's so tastefully decorated for the holiday. I can barely tastefully decorate for the, all the rest of the days. <laughs> <laughs> so to do it for the holiday seems like so much. But right. it's possible that you could have somebody such as yourself come in and maybe just arrange all that stuff we've already bought. Exactly. I mean, I've had a, we've had people who just want us to, we've done work for them in the past and then Uh they finally have the budget now to do accessorize. And so now we'll come back in and just do the accessories. Or if they just want a certain room done, like their powder room, 
any any small or large project is something that we can explore. So just okay. give us a call. Right. We'll you know. Endlessly flexible. Yes. We always love that. Well, I really look forward to having you and your partner, Jean, on another podcast where we can talk about the whole concept of interior design. Because oh, I think it's something that really intimidates me. And, well, it intimidates me anyway. And I'm not bad at design, just not a professional. It is a little intimidating. The process is um, a lot of steps, but we will show you that there is value to actually meeting with the designer. Right. And, um, it's something that actually a normal person can, can have. Right. They, a normal person can afford right. even. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think that, oh, well, anyway, as someone who has tried to design her house all these years, finally getting a designer in, oh my God, so worth it. Yes. So worth it. Well, I really appreciate you being on our podcast, Erlene. Oh, thanks for having us. I was good. So this has been another episode of Love Your Digs, the holiday edition. Hope you guys are doing great. We look forward to seeing you out and around town. Bye. Um. Hey, guys, are, are you still there? Oh, okay, cool. Look, you know, Erlene was filled with so much information that after I hit the uh, stop button, she just kept talking about awesome ideas. So I'm going to add these onto the end here as like a little bonus feature. And you're going to want to listen because she gives, she drops some knowledge on how to decorate with stuff on hand that is pure gold. So I'm just going to let her talk some more. Hope you guys enjoy it. We'll see you around town. All right. For those of us who are design doofuses, what are your tips and tricks? Oh, simple tricks. Um, simple things like switching out your plain candlestick with like festive green, blue, red ones just for the holiday touch is great. So like fe- blue, green, like the actual candles or the candlesticks? Candlesticks itself. Like, like so where do I get those? Regular, any or Target. Target? Okay. <laughs> That's somewhere. Uh, excuse me. Um, we call that Target. Target. Yes. Thank me. you. <laughs> It's just hanging simple candy canes uh, around your house or just adding a, a touch of um, what's a, a swigs of um, the Christmas tree, just everywhere like mistletoes hanging that here and there. It's just simple things. It just show, shows that you're in touch with your simple details. Simple to you, not so simple to me. <laughs> what else do you consider to be totally obvious? <laughs> well, I don't think this is so obvious. I mean, when you're entertaining and you see it, when you whatever they're staying with you just like add a little something on their nightstand or in the powder room just kind of shows a little effort and kind of like so like if i you're talking if i have guests staying with me right something on their pillow like they do with the hotels a little mint or no just like a little bit of something a little garland or even a figurine next to their nightstand just kind of shows that the little christmas or holiday spirits actually right next to okay, you okay okay that's assuming that i'd actually let anybody stay at my house correct <laughs> and then like or just aromatherapy you know bake some cookies or have some oh like we do at open house yes that works for the holidays. It does. Yeah. It does. And it's like Except then I would eat them and then I'd get fat. Leave a few. Oh. It's nice. Leave a few. Okay, fine. I will leave one or two. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. What do you think is, is there a favorite scent? You said aromatherapy. Besides baking chocolate chip cookies, is there a particular scent? I mean, I'm smelling something kind of amazing in this shop right now. Oh. I like to share like the aromas that I pre- prefer. I, I like 
ocean breezes and okay. things like that. And I love lavender. It's very calming. Right, right, right. Right now, there's this new eucalyptus lavender scent that we have at the home. It's just amazing. Eucalyptus lavender. lavender. That sounds nice good. Time. I've heard that things that are like tobacco infused are popular right now. Yeah, a little warmer. I have a tobacco and fig candle oh, that I got downtown Los great. Angeles. Oh, my great. God. Amazing. Anything related to food is always nice. Well, yeah, I like citrus scents too. Mm-hmm. Anything that's grapefruit or orange or tangerine or anything like that right. is, is, is my jam. Okay, cool. Any other tips that you didn't remember to give us? Let's see. I mean, inquiring minds want to know. Inquiring minds. Um, throw in as much as poinsettias that you can possibly Poinsettos, yeah. Stuff them in the. Um, in the fireplace, just every square inch, and stuff the poinsettias in the fireplace because so fire that- because we don't want to have any more fires in Los Angeles. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, it's not in use. You're just having them as sort of a center focal point for people to kind of group around. It's a nice backdrop for people when people are taking photos, and it's also a nice touch of color. Ah, okay, good to know. Anything else? I'm just kind of re- make sure where you're placing the tree is kind of adjacent or makes sense to like where you're planning to take photographs or if you're having a dinner party and you want to you know the dinner is like in the dining room maybe bring the dining room to the living room or bring the, the tree into the anywhere where you can kind of enjoy it as much as you can because when there's photographs it's kind of nice to see that in the backdrop i got you so having the tree not necessarily in the front room because that's where the picture window is but having it where the party is or bringing the party to the tree it's such a centerpiece yes. right got it well, cool. I think it's good.